Welcome to Mind Muscle Mastery. We are here today to deliver a platform that will help each listener lock themselves into a continuous state of personal and professional empowerment. We want to deliver cutting-edge ideas, tips, and techniques that will help each individual ascend themselves to the apex version of their work and their home lives. Hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome back to Mind Muscle Mastery. This is Episode 7, and I want to say thank you for taking some time out of your day, coming and listening to the content that is going to be provided in this episode. I am extremely excited because I know that what we're going to talk about today is going to provide a golden nugget for at least one person that listens because today we're going back in the direction of professional empowerment and what we're going to talk about is learning how to speak, understand, and communicate in the same sales language as a client or a prospect. Now, some of you might be aware of one of the best books that's out right now. It is called The Five Love Languages. And The Five Love Languages goes over how two people in a relationship should learn how to communicate with their partner or their spouse by understanding how that individual receives love. That exact same idea and concept is what we are going to apply in this episode, but instead of the love languages, we are going to cover the sales languages. Because unfortunately, in school, in training, in sales classes, in books, everyone is taught this cookie-cutter, one-size-fits-all approach when it comes to selling to a prospect, lead, or a client. Now, the reason that that's an issue is because no two people are the same. No two eyes, no two fingerprints, and no two conversations are the same. So what we need to do is we need to learn how to develop the sales language understanding so that you as the professional are not accidentally pushing your client, your prospect, or your lead in the wrong direction against the way they naturally make decisions because that causes anger, that causes discomfort, and it causes somebody to want to not do business with you. So what I want to do is I want to present this specific concept right here. And what we're going to talk about are internal convincing receptors, which is what somebody uses when they go to make a decision. And then it's what they use to help them convince themselves that that decision is correct. Now, you got to understand, you, you must understand how this works and see how this is from a different perspective first. So here's what I mean. We are taught to look at life as linear. We're taught to, it's either yes or it's no. It's fact or it's fiction. It's true or it's false. It's black or it's white. So this specific concept right here is actually going to be a third option. It is going to be the gray area. It is going to be you learning how to get in the middle of the either or decision that the person you're dealing with can go in. They can either say yes or they can say no, but you've got to understand why they are motivated and why they move in that specific direction. So, this technique is going to give you a bird's eye perspective to ascend above the decision-making plateau of your client, look down, and see which way this person is naturally moving, and I need to reiterate why, because you will not accidentally 
push them in the wrong direction against how they naturally make decisions. Now, the way this works is to understand what internal convincing receptors are. Because as humans, we make our decisions in our subconscious mind. That is our engine. That is our driving force for why we choose something and then why we convince ourselves that that choice was right. But we also use physical points on the human body to help make those choices. Those are called internal convincing receptors. It sounds a lot more complicated than it actually is, and I can promise you it's actually pretty easy once you understand it. So the internal convincing receptors are simple. It is your physical senses. Now, in this professional setting, we are only going to focus on three specific senses. That is the sight, that is sound, and that is touch. Now, I understand there are two more, but like I said, this is the professional setting and you do not want to get a court case or any type of negative press against you, so I want none of you to sniff or to taste your clients. Those two senses are off the table, at least for the professional setting. So, we've got sight, we've got sound, and we've got touch. So, the first person that you're dealing with, this individual, this individual is vision dominant. They are seeing dominant. They use their eyes to make the majority of their decisions. Now, before I go into this, I want everybody to understand the ultimate goal is to get these people face to face with you. But if you can't, here are some specific techniques that you want to use to activate those senses, especially if you're dealing with somebody from distance. So let's go back to it. The first person is vision dominant. They're seeing dominant. So with this individual, you don't want to talk to them on the phone unless it is legally required by law. With this type of a person, you want to get them on a video chat. You want to get them on FaceTime. You want to get them on Skype. You want to get them on Facebook video messenger, Instagram video, uh, Zoom chat, whatever you can do so that they can physically see you as you are speaking to them. Now, with a vision dominant person, if they don't answer the phone, here's a technique you want to use. Do not leave them a voicemail you want to give them a text message or an email. And you make sure that the text message is text heavy. It is very clear. It is very descriptive. And it's easily understood. And it's easy for them to read. Now, in the text message or in the email, you want to include a link to a video. That video should attach to your product or your service. And then in the video, you want to make sure that video has subtitles. You want to use as many different points as possible to activate that dominant sense of sight. Now, the second person, that is a person who makes decisions with their ears. They are hearing or auditory dominant. This individual, you do want to get them on the phone. You do want to have a clear, descriptive, powerful conversation with them over the phone. Now, if they don't answer, you want to leave them a voicemail. And the same thing as a conversation, you want to make sure the voicemail is clear, it's descriptive, it contains necessary information about your product or your service, and it's easy for them to hear. They need that because they make decisions through the sense of sound. They are auditory dominant. Now, there is an additional component to this as well. If the person you're dealing with is going to come into your office or you are going to go meet them somewhere out in the field, as an example of out in the field, let's say you're selling houses. Get to the house that you're going to show them early or get to your office that they're coming to meet you at early. In the background, get a speaker, 
attach it to your phone or your computer, and play some quiet, euphoric, ambient music in the background of wherever the setting is. So when this auditory dominant person enters, they will pick up that calming, peaceful, happy, uplifting music instantly because they are auditory dominant and it will help calm them down, relieve some of the anxiety, relieve some of the pressure, and it will instill a sense of peace, a sense of belonging, and a sense of comfort that this setting is inviting and it's where they should be. Now, the third individual is a person who uses the sense of touch. This person you physically want to attach to the product as much as possible. You want to give them as many flyers, as many brochures, as many door hangers, magnets, coins, business cards, envelopes, pamphlets as possible. You also, when you are giving them the product or service, if it's a car, if it's a t-shirt, if it's a supplement, if they're in the house, you want to attach them to the product as much as possible. Make them grab the steering wheel, make them turn the car on, press the gas pedal, use the radio, put the shirt on, test out the supplement. If they're in the home, make them touch the bed, put their feet in the pool, touch the grass, turn the lights on, open up the stove. Get them as physically attached with the product as possible because feeling is their dominant sense. Now, there is a second layer with a feeling dominant person. At that point, when you are getting ready to offer them the sale, you're getting ready to deliver that product or that service and ask for their business, they can split in two different directions. They can either say, yep, you know what? I'm ready to move forward. I'm ready to make this happen. Let's go ahead and let's do this. Or they can say, you know what? Hold on. I need to go home and talk to my husband or my wife. I'll get back to you in about two weeks. At that point, with a feeling dominant individual, you want to use this technique right here. Have a conversation with them, look them in the eye, and you would simply say something like this. You know, John, I'm really happy, I'm really excited that you came in here, you got to see every single thing that we have to offer, you got to experience all of our products, and John, I feel that everything we've talked about today is in your best interest. Now, when you say, John, I feel, you very politely reach out with your hand and touch them on the elbow. It is a neutral, non-aggressive, non-sexual, and non-threatening physical gesture. And with a feeling dominant person, when you make that physical point of contact, they are going to internally feel like they are being treated as a human being and not a transaction. This technique right here is immensely powerful for an individual that uses feeling as their dominant sense because it will connect them to you and it will connect them to your product and to your service. And if they say yes to you, they will automatically say yes to your product or your service. Now, the question is this, who is who? And it's very simple. When you ask these people questions, you be quiet and you listen to the physical senses they're using in their responses and you will hear which one is used most. And it happens just like this. You know, my fiance and I, we sat down, we looked at every single option you have. We see ourselves in a house and this little vision in our mind, what sense are they using? Seeing. You know, my fiance and I, we sat down, we talked to each other, we heard each other out. This little voice is telling me, what are they using? Hearing. Now, last one. You know, my fiance and I, we sat down intuitively. We have this gut instinct that the neighborhood you showed us is a pretty quality option, but I feel that there's a better option out there for us. What are they using? 
the sense of touch. It is really simple when you understand how to recognize it. And then once you have recognized it, you give that back to them. Everything pertaining to your product or service should be given back to them in the direction of their dominant sense, because that is what they use to help activate their subconscious mind, which then makes them make a decision to either do business with you or to walk away. And when you do this, here is what happens. A husband and wife, they go home after meeting with you. A husband and wife go home after meeting with your competitor. A husband and wife sit down, they look at each other, and one of them says, you know, honey, I think we're going to choose option A. And I don't know why, but I just feel more comfortable. And if you do these steps right here, you are going to instill an internal sense of comfort and trust. And people are going to be a little bit more open with you. They're going to be more receptive to your information and they will ultimately choose you because you've treated them like a person and you have allowed their dominant senses or sense to make a decision that they would naturally make without being forced into a different direction and without you treating them like a transaction or commission. Because hear this carefully. When you get a person to say yes to you, they will automatically say yes to your product or to your service. So take some time, take notes on this episode, write this down, put these techniques and practices into daily use, and start speaking the same sales language as every single client, prospect, and lead that you come across in your professional life. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, that is it for today's episode. If this episode resonated with you, whatever platform you're on, take a quick minute and interact with us. If you're at Apple Podcasts, press the subscribe button at the top, scroll down, give us a rating. If you're listening on Spotify, simply just press the follow button, continue your listenership with us. And as always, we leave you with this message. I wish you health, wealth, love for yourself, all of the best types of success until the day that you rest. Thank you, everybody. I am forever grateful.